Rock and Roll Death Brigade Podcast with Randy Rocket Cody. All right. It's Rock and Roll Death Brigade Podcast with me, Randy Rocket Cody of the MetalDen.com site. It is November 28th, 2020, Saturday. Hope everyone's doing good and having some uh, having some good uh, leftover turkey after Thanksgiving. We're going to uh, cover a couple things and then get rocking with some music. Uh, basically, I have uh, got another interview I'll be doing coming up on FM Rock Radio, WQEE 99.1 station in Atlanta, Georgia, with host Ryan O'Neill coming up on December 3rd, Thursday. And we're going to be talking about the Dimebag Daryl conspiracy that I have, uh, that I have come up with, that I wrote several reports uh, on and uh, we'll be discussing, this will be part two of our discussion between Ryan and I. And we're going to talk about some really, really interesting and fascinating things uh, relating to Dimebag Daryl's uh, purported onstage murder by a deranged Marine who uh, was said to have been thrown out of the Marines. And uh, so there's a whole lot lot to that story. We're going to get into that more. Make sure and check that out. Uh, I'll have a special rebroadcast if you missed the actual live feed. Uh, then you can, you can check out the rebroadcast. Just make sure to follow me on Twitter, Rocket Metal Den. And as well, Twitter, uh, The Metal Den, you can find as well. So you can also uh, make sure and check out my latest uh, reports at randyrocketcody.com. I'll have many more installments coming that uh, I know everyone's excited about with the Brandon Lee. Uh, I'm going to do more Frazzle Drip, Revelations, uh, Podesta, Chester Bennington, Chris Cornell, all sorts of stuff coming up here to close out the year. And what a year it's been uh, in 2020, huh? And here we still are facing restrictions from the uh, COVID nightmare that's just ongoing. Um, We've got uh, some of these places I know California is is going back under lockdown, uh, as it was reported. I just read... uh, all sorts of crazy stuff still going on. Restrictions here in Texas, in the DFW area, uh, for sure. They're talking about doing more closures. Uh, so we'll see where it, where, where it goes. Um, a lot of the people who've been reporting on this, like like myself, who are close uh, to uh, to all of this in terms of who've, we've all got our own sources and whatnot. Um, that say that there's 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 going to be more much more in in place uh, here shortly in terms of more restrictions. So, uh, but I do want to say that uh, it looks like hopefully we'll have concerts in 2021. So that's that's something to look forward to, but that's not guaranteed. There is also I'm hearing that there's a chance that those could get. Uh, push back again to 2022 that that would include all the big concerts including motley crew <clears throat> but that's just that's that's not been confirmed anywhere that's just something that's kind of been buzzing around that i've been hearing about uh from some different uh different people in the industry all right well uh you know, I do have the uh, forthcoming 
um, interview that was already taped with the Skinwalker that should be posting at any time. I, I don't um, know exactly what what date that is yet, but uh, as soon as I do, I'll let everybody know. It should be any time now, and that's that's another great one. Uh, so definitely have to ch you have to check that out. Make sure and follow follow my feeds on Twitter and Facebook. Randy Rocket Cody on Facebook, and you'll stay up to date. Okay. Let's go ahead and go over some of the most recent stories at the MetalDen.com site. Exhumed is to stream a virtual concert that'll be happening uh, December 26th. So check that out. You can get the uh, tickets for that at the MetalDen.com. Uh, site. Uh, you'll see the, the story right there at the, at the top. Uh, hey Doll has a new song debut, Italian Doom Metal, five-piece group. So check that out. Uh, Beaten to Death has debuted a new music video. Pantera, Far Beyond Driven uh, album will be uh, done in 3D. That's pretty interesting. Uh, Slipknot, Not Fest Brazil has been announced. And that'll take place uh, purportedly next year, 2021. Uh, Power Trip has been nominated for a Grammy. Sun Drowns has debuted a new song. The Black Dahlia Murder has a live stream event called Yule Mall. A holiday variety extravaganza that will take place Friday, December 18th. So, uh, lots of uh, different uh, virtual events going on. So, that's pretty cool. Um, so, anyways, before we get rocking with some music, I do just want to say thanks to everyone who's been supporting, getting the word out, making sure that you know people who aren't aware of what's going on in this world uh, do follow some of the things that I'm writing about, uh, most specifically these. Uh, all these different uh, Illuminati uh, conspiracy uh, theories that I've been putting out there uh, that I know have uh, shocked quite a few people. I'm not getting any pushback in terms of anybody who wants to debate me. <laughs> so I think I've, I've instilled quite a bit of fear uh, with, with the work that I've done. And uh, trust me, there's much more to come. And... Uh, you know, a journalist, a great journalist, keeps keeps knows how to keep the story alive, <clears throat> and uh, knows how to get to the knows how to get to the bottom of things better than the other one than the other journalist. So that's basically what I like to do. I mean, it's I, I get off on that. Do I give two rats asses? <laughs> you know, who I piss off or offend? No, you know. If I did, I wouldn't be doing this. And that's not what the point, the point of why I do that. It's not even the point to do, I'm not trying to piss anybody off. I'm just here to educate people on what's what. And what is what in this world based off of historical evidence, forensic evidence, facts, witness testimony, uh, stuff that I, I put out there, I back it up with absolute proof and verification. You know, st stuff that I've, I've, I give sources, you know, I'm not going to name my sources, but th those people are real. I'm getting information straight from a person who's very close to whatever thing I'm, you know, whatever I'm investigating, if I've got a lead on it and that person can give me information that's close to that, whether they might be in the, they might work in the certain industry that can give me information about that. Like when I talked to that guy who was the locksmith and former police officer during the Cornell investigation, then I do it. I get on the phone, I call that person, and I find out what they can tell me. That's real journalism. That's real investigative reporting. So, uh, you know, we're going to be doing a whole lot more of dropping some bombshells coming up here in December. You know, things were real quiet in terms of me uh, uh, lowering any more uh, of these, these uh, reports on top of people's heads. <laughs> Uh, but we're going to be con concluding a lot of these different uh, investigative reports I started, especially on Brandon Lee coming up here in December and uh, revealing all sorts of crazy stuff, you know, that's just going to really just blow your mind, okay? 
All right, let's get rocking with some music. Thank you very much. We'd like to do something for you now off of our new record, Rusty in Peace. This is Hanger 18!
O'Neill from 99.1 FM, the key, 99 Rock. Rise and shine morning, and you're listening to the Rock and Roll Death Brigade with Randy the Rocket Cody. Big 
Decker. This is Vince Neal. I want to say uh, happy birthday, brother. Uh, this is actually from uh, uh, Christian Mom, Ethan, and Blake. So uh, keep on rocking. Shout the devil. And, uh, and do, do some feel good stuff in, four, in big old, big old 4 you man. All right. See you later. What inspired Instinctive? Well, it's it's kind of a two-part thing because initially I want I was saying this on my podcast I wanted to like invent my own word like um, Carrie King and Max Cavalera and other artists do, and we were thinking about all the cool like words that sound legit that aren't really words like repentless and revengeance and downstroy and. So this has been an ongoing theme. Like it's kind of like an inside joke that my podcast listeners would get. Also, it's a very different type song for Hatebreed, where it's it's not necessarily about me in particular. Like, I this is something I did on the last few records, where there's a couple songs where I'll write about somebody else in mind. And so the the whole thing with being instinctive is like when you're pushed to this to any point of where these animal instincts come out or these or this adrenaline or or this deep thing that's down within in everybody like you hear these stories about uh a kid being you know trapped under a car or uh trapped in between two rocks and it's like life or death and somebody gets the strength to um to lift a car up off their child or lift their friend up you know from out between some you know perilous situation it's like a barbarian type of song and that's where I came up with the treatment for the video I thought you know we've done all the performance videos we've done all the the live show videos where it's us playing to a crowd or uh, the, the, the performance videos where you have the couple zoom-ins on the guy's hands and the feet doing the double kicks and you know there's all these kind of like formulas for music videos and they're cool and I like them and, and don't get me wrong I, I think that performance videos are awesome and, and especially if you're a real fan of the band like me being a fan of Slayer or whoever like I want to see the guys in the video but I thought for this song in particular I thought it'd be cool to for us to not be in the video after writing and rewriting like 10 different treatments I finally thought about the risk and sort of like the instincts that these artists have to do graffiti like i go back and forth to new york city all the time so i see pieces of graffiti in the most dangerous spots and i always think like how the fuck like what makes somebody want to do this and it's and that's kind of how people look at heavy music like they they hear the song or they see our touring schedule or they see us and they go why does someone do this and they don't realize that there's a huge audience for it and that there's a drive and there's like this instinct to create and to make records and to tour and to do art 
you know, whether it's the album cover or the videos or whatever. So it's like, we kind of put that all into the treatment. All right, there's this incredibly talented artist. He doesn't have a place where he can let his thoughts um, hit the page. So he goes to this abandoned building and does this huge piece. And it's, it's, I always find that those art videos like on YouTube where you watch the people do the art, for some reason they're like almost therapeutic to me in the same way that a song is. Where you see this person create, you see the process and you go, wow, I could do that too, that's amazing. And then you see that so much work goes into it. And even though one person might view it as vandalism, to somebody else it's this feat of just like impossible awesomeness or to someone else it's this amazing uh inspirational piece of art that then they take that energy that they get from it and it goes into their work so this guy Jax is like just he's actually it was in a well i don't want to give away anybody's identity but he might have been in a band that we played with years ago now he does these murals and these pieces and it's just incredible. As you see in the video, he does this like barbarian, which fits with the lyrics of the song, tap into the savagery. And everybody, every now and then in their life, they need to do that, especially if you're in a bad place and you're being taken advantage of or you're someone's taking your kindness as weakness or someone's looking at you as like prey or as someone they can take advantage of. Sometimes you need to tap into the savagery and that's what instinctive slaughter lost the video and the song represents. I had scouted some locations local to me, but this was meant to be. And Justin is such an amazing eye for locations and such an incredible director and a great editor in his own right. He's, he's someone I could see easily doing a, a feature film one one day soon. And it yeah, the video just looks great. It's, it's very, very close to my treatment, you know, right down to each individual shots.
The whole revolution is about values. Values of any kind, you know? What you'll do for $10, what you'll do with $10. Really, it all comes down to values, what you value and how much. And uh, I often think of that, because you can buy anything in this country. The businessmen are the ones that really, like, kind of got the country where it is, in both ways, in the positive and the negative, man. They did, the businessmen, because there's no morality in business. Just the ledger, keep it in the black. Show a profit, keep it in the black, keep it in the black. Never mind your soul, never mind the landscape, never mind the other guy, keep it in the black, keep it in the black, do what you can, keep it in the black. Business as usual, going on. Big plywood up there, business as usual. Businessman did it. That's right, you can buy anything in this country, man. Anything you can think of. You can probably buy a left nostril inhaler if you look around long enough. <laughs> with your state motto on it. Close in the dark, anything, man. If you nail together two things that have never been nailed together before, some schmuck will buy it from you, man. Yeah, give me a dollar and a half for that. Yeah, anything at all. Values. I often think of that when I go past the novelty store. You know the novelty store, tricks, jokes, fun, fool your friends. They sell uh, the dribble glass, joy buzzer, whoopee cushion. It's called poo-poo cushion in the larger towns. You put it down. Hey, Phil fought it. Ah! It's very big with the Shriners and American Legion are into those things. You know. They're a little retentive anyway. I guess they need devices, so why not? Let them have it. A lot of things for sale in that store. You know, they have a fly in an ice cube, snake matches, pepper gum, cigarette loads, big thumb with a lot of bruises on it. That's a great one. They also sell fake food which really knocks me out. Got rubber hot dogs, plastic fried eggs. The ones I saw are made in Austria. Imagine that, imported plastic fried eggs, wow. <laughs> plastic Swiss cheese. They have a little foam rubber sandwich with a bite missing from it. I often wonder how hungry people feel when they walk past, you know? Guys that don't have lunch money together, man. Going past the novelty store, wow, I'd be salty. I'd be ready for a little trashing right away, you know? Start there. That's not the biggest insult. The biggest insult, however, is the, uh, the fake vomit. Imagine that, artificial vomit, wow. Some people can't scrape real vomit together, man. They're... Guys are ordering three dozen vomit on the phone, man. I've seen a couple of different brand names on that. One of them's called Glop. Another one is Whoops. Isn't that great, Whoops? Tells you where to use it, too. They have little hints on the cardboard. It's stapled to a piece of cardboard, and it tells you where to use it. On the car seat. There's a good one. <laughs> on the sidewalk, naturally. Bathroom floor, they suggest there. And then the one that knocks me out is near the refrigerator. <laughs> uh, it's so strange, because some, some grown person had to think of that. Some guy was at work one day, and he said, Hey, Phil, I got another one. Near the refrigerator, huh? Beautiful, Charlie. Let me call the printer. Hey. Near the refrigerator. Wow, fake vomit. Lenny Bruce once said the reason the artificial vomit sells is because the artificial dog crap sold so well. I grew up watching the dog crap in the window, boy. That, that was, I always thought, at first I thought a dog had gotten in the window and done it there, you know. It was always right next to the false teeth there that you wind up and let go, right? Little plaster Paris dog crap, wow. Sure is strange. How do you ask for that, you know? What do you say to the guy? I'd like to see something in a dog crap, please. Uh... Well, what did you want to spend on that? Money's no object, it's for a very good friend. I rather fancy that beige number in the window. Well, that's not beige, that's champagne gold. It's our breed of the month, Bulldog. You buy a Bulldog, we throw in a Fox Terrier free. Yeah. I imagine there would be collectors, you know, guys that had every breed. Yeah. Hey, you got any St. Bernard? Yes, but there's no room in the window for that. We, uh... The Doberman Pincher, you'd always know the authentic Doberman Pincher would be the one with the little pieces of clothing and buttons in it, right? Yeah. 
like to include a card with that, please. Love to all, Dan. Put that on my diner's club. Do you mind gift wrapping it for me? I don't know. Very strange. Anybody else? Well, I knew him like everybody in Palm Beach knew him. I mean, people in Palm Beach knew him. He was a fixture in Palm Beach. Uh, I had a falling out with him a long time ago. I don't think I've spoken to him for 15 years. Uh, I wasn't a fan. I was not, yeah, a long time ago. I'd say maybe 15 years. Uh, I was not a fan of his. That I can tell you. I was not a fan of his. So. Uh, I feel very badly, actually, for Secretary Acosta, because I've known him as being somebody that works so hard and has done such a good job. I feel very badly about that whole situation. But we're going to be looking at that and looking at it very closely. We're also going to be signing a big contract in a little while, so we're going to see you in a little while in a different room in a different part of the White House where we're going to be signing up a big deal with Boeing.
listen, I'm, I'm calling to talk to you about the band. Oh, oh, hold on. I'm, I'm taking a shit.
two, three, four. Slid me, smack me, please just wrap me. I wouldn't mind, fuck me, suck me, please.